0: Welcome to the February 14th, well we are recording February 13th. So hopefully you are all listening to this on Ash Wednesday. Happy Ash Wednesday. And if this is end up coming to you on Thursday, happy day after Ash Wednesday. Uh Zooch, how are we doing? Good. Had a decent weekend. Watch some um,
1: college basketball. I call it a Seaton Hall game and a Pittsburgh game. It's I was great. like, I'm gonna watch these two because I feel like that's always that. The very first game that tips off during the in tournament. And I have no idea who's going to win it ever. Perfect. I don't know. That one wrong.
0: Those games, those games are always a lot of fun. And we got a lot uh, to talk about today. I'm going to talk a little Chip Kelly going to Ohio State, Uh little recruiting process news, uh, talking a little CBB uh, with uh, the straw man himself, uh, Zach Edy talking about him, uh, and then a meme matchup, and then a high low Buffalo that I'm really excited for gonna be at the very end a high low buffalo of mascots that we would want to have our back in a bar fight. Uh I'm really excited for that one. Bazoosh but, but before we start, you have 30 minutes. At my my 49ers lost you have 30 seconds no, not 30 minutes, you have 30 seconds. Go. I I'm it was uh it's let so me have gonna it
1: come on I wanna, I was I'm gonna ask you because you're a 49ers fan and I was kind of kidding around with Cody about this, but did you just they're the new Patriots at Chiefs and I would do anything in my power if I was a coach to make sure that they didn't get in a situation where if they score a touchdown, they win the game. Like I didn't think that uh the forty ers called a bad game. They played good. Like it was a it was a fifty fifty game. I don't really think forty niners can be like, not that they can't be upset. It sucks to lose the Super Bowl. Yeah. But the it only is- thing I would have done is I think I would have gone for it in overtime on like that fourth and three. I know if you don't get it, they just have to go down and kick a field goal, and their defense yeah, and play good. Is. But what I is. thought the Chiefs were going to score on that last drive of the game of regulation. Yeah,
0: once they once they got the field goal, I knew it was over. Um, yeah, I mean, luckily I was in Phoenix for the Phoenix Open this weekend, so it was a nice little, you know, a glimmer in a otherwise like pretty shitty ending to the weekend. The Niners losing, but got to be in Phoenix, see a couple old friends, hang out in Scottsdale. Uh, there's probably more liquor that flows through that town that weekend than anywhere else in the country. But, um, yeah, uh, I I was going to say, speaking of liquor, but we're not talking about Sark. We're talking about Chip Kelly. Uh, Chip Kelly, if you didn't know, Chip Kelly is now the new offensive coordinator at Ohio State, uh, taking over for Bill O'Brien, who was on the job for, I believe, two weeks. Is that correct? Or is it two or three weeks? He wasn't there long. Because Bill O'Brien ended up taking the head coaching job at uh, Boston College. Uh, I mean, he's a Boston guy. I think all his family's there, so I don't blame Bill O'Brien. I just, the sicko part of me would just have loved to see Bill O'Brien at Ohio State, but instead they they get Chip Kelly. And um, uh, I think this is a good move for Ohio State. I don't know about you, but I feel like Chip, in his later years, really doesn't want to deal with any of the BS. and just yeah. wants to coach. Yeah, that, that, and I don't know if you feel the same way.
1: Yeah, I feel like because. His- When he was really, not that you didn't have to recruit and stuff, when he first, like, really came on the scene when Oregon, like, the 2010-ish, in 2009, I guess, Mm -hmm. late 2010s, he came on the scene. And that was before, like, recruiting was big then, but I feel like even now with NIL and stuff, it's gotten, like, so much harder. And I don't think he's going to have to do that. A ton at Ohio State. Kind I don't of think he is because so. that's
0: Ryan Day. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ryan Day, Ryan Day used to call the plays and I think he stepped down because Ryan Day, I was listening to Joel Klatt today, actually, and Joel Klatt made a great point where it's Ryan Day, I think, against what he wants to do, realizes he needs to be more of the CEO mm-hmm. and kind of like overall game planning rather than play calling. Because in college football nowadays, he has to raise money. And not only rec- recruit freshmen, he has to recruit transfers. Not only recruit tra- uh, transfers, recruit his own players every year to stay at Ohio State. Right. And I think, you know, Chip Chip Kelly, like it or not, I think Chip, I think it's fair to say Chip doesn't like NIL and doesn't care about it. But this position yeah, that's allows him to not care about it. It allows him to do what he was good at. What he was good at at UCLA was designing offenses and especially offenses that can run the ball is that that's what ohio state was lacking this year i think they were somewhere in the 80s or 90s in terms of like rushing this year offense wasn't good i mean it was good but it wasn't what people are used to with and to get over the the big boys hump with michigan what's been the saying the last couple years ohio state's beat michigan it's like ohio state is built to beat Every other school, Ohio State is built to beat playoff teams. Michigan is built to beat Ohio State. I think Michigan proved this last year. They're also built to beat playoff teams at the dismay, and they proved me wrong. But I think Chip Kelly, he ran the ball extremely effectively at UCLA. I think he's going to have a little bit better talent now. And it's so weird, this move, because this is an in-conference move now because UCLA is in the Big Ten. It's so weird. (laughs) <laughs> it's so weird. I still can't get used to like I don't UCLA think, and the Big Ten. It's so, and I know that it
1: was because Bill O'Brien left, but I just feel like the coaching carousel has just not, like it refuses to end this year. And I know stuff happened like 365 in college football, but like that's a pretty, for UCLA to lose their head coach to a coordinator role, that's not the NFL insane. specifically yeah. is insane.
0: I think, I think UCLA is in for a world. I have a bad, this is the fork in the road for UCLA, in my opinion. You know, they're <laughs> entering a new conference. I think they can go one of two ways. I think they go the way of I'm trying to think of a squad. What's a good comparison? Almost like when Florida State, a little bit different, but you know what's a good comparison? Utah joining the Pac-12. I think that is the one road they can take you know, where it's like Utah, they're good, but, you know, they, they kind of enter when they're not at the top of the Mountain West. It's They enter the Pac-12 in Boise State, and TCU were at the top, but Utah ended up going. And they can go that route where they kind of take the Big Ten. Maybe they're not the premier team, but they the, Utah has won a couple championships in the Pac-12, gone to the Rose Bowl a couple times. I fear they may take the road of their UC counterpart in Cal where they get bogged down and part of it's not their fault. They they get bogged down by I mean you look at the public schools in California, a lot of their football programs are kind of bogged down by the bureaucracy of their educational systems because for whatever reason, you know, I don't know the details, I'm not a political or educational expert. But schools in schools on the west coast are still kind of reeling post-covid. In terms of support, money, and just like overall influences at their schools, and eh, UCLA's—I mean, USC is in a league of its own because it's that's a blue blood. Um, Fresno State, I think, has done a surprising job, but I mean, you you look at SDSU and Stanford. I mean, those were huge programs before the pandemic, and support has just taken a hit. And I'm afraid this is a fork in the road for UCLA because you just look at Cal—they—they spend money. But the support's not there. It it's, the support's already waning. It's it's the joke at UCLA. You know, you, you, you watched them this last fall. They they got twenty thousand people at a Rose Bowl game when they're playing a ranked team. And the issue for UCLA is always, and it's as much as it's.
1: There are schools who get good in basketball that are football schools. I think it goes both ways.
0: UCLA is always going to be a basketball school. Like it always nothing... is. it's so weird because you see their basketball stadium filled up every single time, even when they're bad this year. Right. Yeah, they're always going
1: to go out and get like a brand name head coach. Like, I didn't even know that guy existed that UCLA hired, but
0: Deshaun Foster, I think's his name. Let me pull it up. Yes. Deshaun Foster.
1: Yeah, like I had never even heard. And I'm not saying that's a bad that doesn't mean it's a bad hire. He could be really good, but. They don't get like a name brand head coach. They normally don't. They had the Dorian Thompson Robinson, who was like, they're one of the biggest recruits ever. I'm pretty sure like name wise. And yeah, it's like, I think they'll be fine in basketball. They're always going to be UCLA in basketball. And even on they suck there. this year though. Yeah, they
0: suck, suck this year.
1: They, <laughs> they have been winning year. some games in a row. I saw, cause I was like, Mick, Maybe. someone told me the other day, McCrone was like about to get fired. and I was like, what the hell happened? Like they were in
0: the final four. Like two I like Mick Cronin. I like guys that still wear full suits on the sidelines yeah. nowadays. It's just, it looks so jarring and it's so weird to think about just like six years ago, everyone did it. But uh, yeah, I think Chip, I think the question is, does Chip Kelly get OSU over the Michigan hump? Do you think he's the missing piece or do you think there's still some more they got to do?
1: I guess we'll see if how much. Uh, Ryan Day is willing to let him like coach the offense. Like we'll see how much of Ryan Day's input is still
0: on it when we get there. Like Do bring Chip him to not be a soft team? We're from Ohio. It's not a soft team. Yeah, I'll tell we'll you see. what. It man. could explode. Also like, I I it could explode or it could be a marriage in heaven, because I didn't know this. Did you know Ryan Day played for Chip Kelly at me? New Hampshire? That I did not know. He did, yeah. So like imagine I mean, imagine, like, your high school football coach is, like, working for you now and, like, at your high school. It's just weird. But so, like, I I think you said it could just blow up and just be so painful to watch. Or Chip Kelly could have a resurgence and we see Oregon Chip and his early days of Eagles Chip. So I'm excited. And uh, one thing, I'm going to shift gears here. Unless you have anything else on this topic, I don't know. I don't believe I I feel like I've exasperated how much I want to talk about Ryan Day and Ohio State for a month. Who knows? Nothing, Zuch? Nothing on Ohio State? (laughs) I don't think so. All right, nothing on Ohio State. Great, great. I don't want to talk more about Ohio State. Let's move right along. So we talked about the recruiting process and how it's been weird. You know, usually in February, we should be talking about this huge, like, signing day. You know, when I was younger, it was the February signing day that was big. You know, the the All-America Bowl would be somewhere in January, Army or the, what's the other one, the Under Armour All-American Bowl. Yeah. And it was like, that's when recruits used to sign. And, you know, we talked about the coaching carousel never ending. Another, you're seeing, starting to see a trend or some people are predicting a trend of, you know, college coaches jumping to the NFL because they have set dates and everything college just seems kind of like washed in 24-7. And it's weird. So I want to bring it up to you. Right now, there's an early signing period, like a weird transfer portal rules. And There's a February signing period that no one really uses. Like, I, what are some of your ideas that you would use to kind of fix this mess? It's
1: you brought this up because I was thinking about this the other day. When, and I still don't know if he's actually, I he still hasn't taken the job. Like, they're working on it. The Bush-Hamden deal yeah. at crazy state and going to Kentucky. Like, I know people were pissed about that, but I think he, like a lot of other coaches, wants to go to the NFL because of the recruiting thing. Because mm-hmm. if you go to the, like, if you go to the NFL, right, you're whoever in the NFL, coordinator, coach, doesn't matter. You let the GM work out, signing guys to a contract yeah and once that's done you have them for however many years it is i know you have like the weird things like where trade trades and like that kind of stuff and you'll have like contract disputes and that all that thing but it's not like it might drag in a training camp and stuff like that but number like you know at the end of the day that person's probably not going somewhere else unless they get traded and you're gonna get something back from it so it allows you to actually focus on coaching football. Which, Which I, I think, think I'd, I'd agree. you spend so much time with this, you know, flying guys in and working on their NIL deal. And now this and guy's it, unhappy it, because... And
0: a huge thing with the NILs, none of it seems binding. Yeah. I wanted to like make this I I think players should get paid as much money as they can. Like some people complain, oh, wow, it's a 19-year-old making a million dollars. He's a college kid. Well, guess what? He didn't, he's not a normal college kid. If you have your face plastered outside a stadium and people are can legally gamble on you, you are not a normal college student, <laughs> and you should be compensated fairly. I do think there needs to be some balance, though, like you said. And while in the pros, right, it's not like Brandon Ayuk, for example, is... A free agent for the 49ers. It's not like the Raiders are gonna pay for him to fly out to Vegas. You know, maybe they will and wine and dine at him and say, like, hey Brandon, like if, if you come to the Raiders, like we'll if you say you're gonna come to the Raiders, we'll we'll give you hundred and fifty thousand dollars right now. And all you have to do is say you're gonna come. And then Brandon and I, you can be like, sick. And then right before the free agent day, he goes, well, I don't know. You know, the, the 49ers are offering me two hundred forty thousand dollars, like Raiders, like even though I took your money. Instead, I was going to come, like, you can't come. It's just not a lot of this is binding. And I think what I would do is I would make it just like the dates that, And I would make a singular signing day. I think signing day is a little too close to the season ending, especially the, the transfer portal. Right. And I know it's because guys in the portal, they, they want guys in the portal in for the spring. However, I think that's, it, this is people are going to be mad. I think that should be people that talk about like, oh, these guys are just transferring everywhere. Like, it doesn't matter. I think that should be the transfer, not like punishment, but kind of like, all right, if you're going to transfer, you may not get in in spring. Like, you're going to have to enroll in the summer like an incoming freshman. So, like, I I think it would make it a little, like, less stress-free. You'd see less situations like Malik Murphy, where he's essentially forced to leave Texas during a playoff run because he has to find somewhere to sign or else all the good quarterback jobs are gonna get filled up.
1: Right, and then they have another one that opens up after spring training, like a certain date out, cause I know yeah. some schools have- Which it's really weird to me that <laughs> some schools start spring ball in like the so middle I of think, February.
0: I think that should be the only transfer. Wait, like, yeah, I, I would say you you have to, you, you can't just keep having it unless a head coach leaves. I I, I think that's very fair. Because if the coach isn't gonna like honor his contract like i don't like I don't while like as a fan, I'd loved all the Boise State players for staying right i'm not I'm not mad at Taylor Green for leaving like avalos recruited him and he left because avalos left like obviously right. there's other stuff too, but like I don't blame a player leaving when a head coach is fired or leaves no, I don't either that that's completely acceptable because like
1: what you get. I don't know, like, they didn't hold up their end of the bargain on that end. So, Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Hopefully it gets fixed. Hopefully it does get fixed, and I think the only way it's going to get fixed is I've listened to Joel Klatt again. People, if you want to hear something, Joel Joel Klatt is your guy. Mm -hmm. And he was talking again, and he made a great point about how to get to where college football like the the end game, right? So we can, st- everyone talks about, let's, let's just like fast forward so we can like bypass all this like kind of growing pains is that people just have to realize it's going to be like almost an employee-employer relationship with binding contracts where if you want to leave into the transfer portal, like you void that like X amount of money and like you won't receive that money and like, You can't like receive like x amount of dollars like lump sum. It's just it's weird. So like for example, if I take a hundred thousand dollar contract or contract, see this is why it's weird. Like it feels dirty saying contract in college football, but we have to get past that. If I take a hundred thousand dollars, that means the only school I can play college football for for I don't know two years is Boise State University. I and if I want to transfer out. You can transfer out to a different school and practice with them and be around that program. You could not play a game for another college during those two years after I've received that hundred thousand dollars. I guess that's like my like last thing. I'd make it one I signing I date and, I, and I'd make and I'd make NIL contracts like almost binding. Not binding to where they're forced to go to that school, but monetarily, they cannot take the money and leave. They can take the money and stay. Right i don't you? i don't know it, it, it does work for me it, it works for me i don't know if it would work for chip kelly I, I i think he wants it to go back to the days or or who was it butch jones giving out uh money no it wasn't butch jones who was the guy before uh hypo with the cash in the mcdonald's bags oh jeremy pruitt yeah jeremy pruitt i'm sure jeremy pruitt would have just preferred a couple benjamins in a mcchicken wrap but um uh yeah it's it's weird it's I'm, I'm, i I'm. I just want it to get to the end. I'm tired of waiting and waiting, putting like these terrible steps, and the NCAA just makes things even worse. So, no. yeah. Speaking of making things worse, we might have to watch Purdue again in March Madness as the number one overall. I, seed. It, I, I can't take it. I, I mean, now that we finally we're on college basketball, I finally am like you know what I'm gonna start watching some games. You know, Purdue's really good. They have the best player in the country, Zach Eadie. It's like I'm watching a JV game when like one of the kids is six five. I mean, it's just foul central. And look, they're a good team, but it's Purdue, and I remember watching a little bit of Purdue last year. It, I I'm tired of buying in on Purdue. If, if yeah. Purdue is the number one seed, there is, I don't think it is likely they will get past the Sweet Sixteen.
1: Yeah, and college basketball. Is- I I love college basketball, especially the tournament. But even like today, like before we got on here, I was watching the Colorado State San Diego State game, and I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, Colorado State like nineteen wins. They're right now projected to be in the tournament. San Diego State's kind of like it's Gonzaga's number one of mid major. San Diego State's under them
0: but i can't think of another mid-major who's- don't talk to mid-major madness because gonzaga's not a mid-major that guy will that guy will right. at you real quick that guy's all we'll over just, the place that guy or <laughs> point because they get like really high rated recruits. if you are talking mid-major basketball that account will that guy will find you i don't know if you saw did you see him beeping with the entire memphis fan base after he called memphis a mid-major there was just like memphis fan man. he was like telling him to like like never get online again and like attacking him personally. It was like terrible. It was the weirdest thing ever. I jumped in on a, by a uh, burner account that will never be shared because it's just me trying to troll people online uh, sports wise. But um, uh, it's funny.
1: Well, yeah. So like, uh, like, all right. Like Colorado state being San Diego state, like, you know, it's a competitive conference. Colorado state was up 14 at halftime. They have been outscored forty one to eleven in the second half and they're now down sixteen. <laughs> and that's what I was like talking with one of my friends Troy so I'm like, you know, basketball is weird that way because I feel like you have like someone like and uh, it's this it's the exact same way with Gonzaga this year. Like I know everyone keeps saying, Oh, Gonzaga's, you know, not in right now. Gonzaga's gonna win the West
0: Coast tournament. Really? You you think they're gonna beat Saint Mary's? Yeah, Saint Mary's. I think they'll beat like they'll do it. I got I got to rep the East Bay, a couple kids I would from a couple going, kids who but... went to Granada High School are on that team, oh, man. I got to rep the mats, got to rep the mats. They it just, and I like I said I do love college
1: basketball, but it's I don't know it's hard to describe because like I'll watch it and I do think it's, it's just really, chaotic. I'm like, it's, I'm go- yeah, I like I'm going to chaotic. Las Vegas for the Mountain West tournament because it's fun and. If you win your conference tournament, you get a chance to play for the national title, which I think is the best, you know, the most fair tournament in sports. Like, mm-hmm. we've talked about it on here before. Like, concerning mid-majors, like, one of the Mountain West teams, who's a, are probably a pretty good team, like, San Diego State's pretty good. New Mexico's pretty good. Nevada's pretty good. Colorado State, apparently get in the first half, not as much in the second <laughs> half. And even Boise, like, I think we're okay. I don't think, you know, there's not a team that I'm like, oh, yeah, we're so much better. Like, I, I'm not like crazy. I'm not like, yeah, there's no chance we lose this team. We could lose any and team in the a, Mountain West.
0: And that's the crazy but, thing about college basketball. Like, could you use, like, a, a, a team like Purdue? I wouldn't be surprised if, like, New Mexico, like, ran them out the building in the second right. half. But I also wouldn't be surprised if Zach Eadie went 40-15-10 on them. Like, right. like it's... Like, it's so it's so. It's, Im- it's
1: an impossible. It's a- basically impossible to predict. Like I know every year they have the ESPN. I don't know. I think most people do it on ESPN, the tournament yeah. pick'em thing. But like you see, like, like I don't know if I've ever made it past the first day without missing a Again. game. Like I'll uh, like. It's- and I normally I miss like I was joking earlier like when it's like Pittsburgh versus Seton Hall like yeah it's just such a weird I don't know it's so like it's so random that has in matchups, first Ford like,
0: Dayton written all over it Seton
1: Hall versus Pittsburgh a Tuesday night game you get home you like yeah I'm kind of waiting on that because and you're like and I know people do this in their mind they're like well if Seton Hall wins this one I'm definitely picking them to upset whoever they yeah. were playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: But it makes like no, it's like there's like no reason to actually do that. But I'm sorry that we're going off track. I always love the first four game though. It's like the 16 seeds, and it's like Louisiana. Like it's just like it'll be a school like Alabama, like Christian technical school versus like Florida school for the deaf. Like this is a 16 seed because both of them won their conference tournament, and one one will be like 14 and (laughs) eight. One of them will be 14 to 18, and one of the teams will not have a player over six eight on their entire team. <laughs> that's how, that's how those games Let's go. But uh, okay, yeah, Last thing on the Purdue conundrum, as I'll call it, is that it seems like as much as we, at least as much as I like, don't want to buy into Purdue. Other than UConn, there's not really a team that I guess you can fully buy into yet either. Like I no, like no. the way that Baylor's played a little bit. But they look iffy at times. Houston, I like the way they've played a bit. They look iffy at times, you know. Arizona, I think, is probably that third team in my opinion that has looked the most solid. But even they've lost a couple stinkers. And absolutely like stinkers. here
1: lately in the tournament have been like the
0: team like, who they lose to was it like Harvard or someone they lost to? Princeton. They lost to Princeton, Princeton. last year. They're ridiculous. I I, I think. I, do you remember when Arizona had sweaty Sean Miller? So, sorry to get off topic again. But so that guy and I, th- I think we mentioned it two weeks ago, Sean Miller and Gary Patterson, I would pay for that pay-per-view for a sweat-off. Those two guys are the sweatiest coaches in American collegiate history. I, 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 the- speaking
1: of the Pac-12, I am excited I'm going to be in Vegas for the last Pac-12 tournament because yes. there's nothing more fun, especially if, like, Boise, say, I'll go to all the BSU games, but should they lose, like, on Thursday? We've made plans where we're like, all right, well, we'll go to you know the Pac-12 tournament because you can get tickets relatively cheap. It's all, it's great because there's like Pac-12 is stuff.
0: nice because it's walking distance too. It's literally at T-Mobile yeah. on the Strip,
1: and we're staying in Excalibur because every other hotel is just outrageously expensive. Yeah, you're you gonna, gonna see the,
0: gonna see the show. Maybe eat a chicken leg, you know, with no no utensils. Drink like nice. the one singular shitty beer they give you, and your meal is like fifty bucks.
1: We might have to if we <laughs> lose on the worst. I've the people, people I'm going with, we've talked about this. Is our flight it leaves at like 11 or 12 Wednesday. And right now, Boise State could finish anywhere from first to like
0: seven. In you the, need a buy. You need a buy bad.
1: Worst case scenario is we're like the six, so we don't get a buy. And we land and realize, all right, well, if we just lost the Air Force and the <laughs>
0: first round of them So now we're <laughs> down
1: here and we bought
0: tickets to all sessions and i bet can't. you could can- you got to even if,
1: resell them but even- if that was your
0: scenario i would resell and put that money in the pack 12 tickets
1: yeah. well that's the thing is that's what's nice about it is i've been down there before when we've lost on thursday and our game started at 12 so we get there wednesday night and by 205 Pacific time or mountain time, whatever. <laughs> I think Vegas is on Pacific time. We're out. So it's like, all right, well, what are we going to go do? And I always love going to the Pac 12 tournament because you'll see 99.8% of the fans there are in U- UCLA and Arizona travel better than any of the other fan bases there. You'll get some so, ASU fans, like some, some USC fans, but they all have those the two quarters up. Yep. Quarters up. Yes, sir.
0: And they're Palos, like, like
1: blue moon. Yes, Blumer, sir. Oh, yes, it's sir. It's funnier because you'll, everyone there is a gambling on something. So, like, <laughs> I remember the last time I was there. I want to say it was UCO and Arizona were playing. I know UCLA was. I'm not positive on Arizona, but the over under was like 134, and they were at like 133 or something like that. And one of the teams just jacked up a three at the end of it and made it. And you just <laughs> see, half the crowd go, oh, oh. like they like, lost them." <laughs> <laughs> so that makes all it a the, lot of fun all, just, all
0: the all the tucson bros just lost their vape money for the night
1: <laughs> they did and you'll walk out you walk out of timo mobile arena right into like new york new york you will see immediately more people like the sports book or like 18 <laughs> oh guys goodness. like and it's like i said that's one of the things i am going to miss about the pac 12 is like it's like you have your rivalry but it's a weird camaraderie when like it you is. meet people from another school, and like you're not like I will not even say it's friend, you're like friend with them, but like you know, they're there for the same reason as you. Like they have a mutual interest in their school, but in college basketball. So, like, it's a bunch yeah. of people getting together and like having a good time at like a craps table or something That's true. like that. I feel that, like the so. Mountain West,
0: I've never been to a Mountain West tournament, but I feel like the Mountain West doesn't have as much of the camaraderie as the Pac 12 does. The Mountain West is just a bunch of greasy people, like well, it's just it's just a bunch of like wound up people like ready to like torpedo into each other yeah, well, because the they've Mountain just West... been talking shit on Twitter for a whole year
1: and that's the thing is like the Mountain West is and I don't remember if you were at the when we played San Diego State a couple years ago and those guys I knew from there were at the game and I went down the and show t- like, shout out the yeah. show SDSU people hate those guys and they're graduated now but people hate those guys and I've always I've always thought they were like funny I'm like stuff they say is like like they're passionate about their team and they're kidding around like with the stuff they say Mm -hmm. like it's a like don't take it too serious so like I remember like talking to them at a game one time and like they're going this year and like I'll hang out with them and they're fun guys like of course I want to beat them but you know part
0: of me was also like happy for them that they got to go to the national title last year it's like I thought that was the perfect scenario for the Mountain west they got you got you got to the championship but I can't let you have the win
1: right exactly
0: Awesome. Well, I, I, am, we are, I am looking forward to, and every, I know everyone is looking forward to the stories that you will come back from from that weekend. But uh, let's go into the meme matchup of the week, the basketball, college basketball meme matchup of the week. I'll go first this week, because I think you went first last week. My meme matchup of the week is Indiana State versus Southern Illinois. Now, Indiana State is ranked 22 in the country. First time they've been ranked in the AP Top 25. And they blew it tonight. They lost. They lost. No. No. They let Larry Bird down. I made this. I chose this me matchup in the morning. I've been waiting on it all day to talk about Robbie Avila and the guy, and he wears goggles, and he's fat, and he has acne, and he's out of shape. You're telling me they lost today? Yeah, they lost to, let me
1: find it real quick.
0: Illinois State, who is 12 and 14. My me matchup's done. I have have no (laughs) me matchup this week. No me matchup. This sucks. Well, yeah, I have no me matchup. I don't know. Maybe like going a walk. That's my me matchup. Get some exercise on Saturday because I don't know what <laughs> to watch. Yeah, well, mine. And let me double check
1: on their uh, records to make sure I have this right. And I wish I could go to this game just to see what it's like. But my me matchup is the Idaho Vandals who come in at 9 and 15. <laughs> versus the Idaho State Bengals who come in at 11 and 14. Yes, sir. In the Kibbe Let's, Dome, you can
0: get tickets for as oh, low wait. as $10. Are they, are they, do they play in the Kibbe Dome, or don't Don't they have that new stadium now in Idaho? I, let me make sure. Like the all-wood one. I, there it
1: is. Oh, yeah, ICCU Arena, not the Kibbe Dome. I misspoke.
0: The ICCU Arena. Yeah, they Arena. don't play in the Kibbe Dome anymore. Honestly, basketball in those big stadiums is like, I don't want so, it. I think Syracuse is the only one that can pull it off. The Carrier Dome, honestly. Yeah, I think Syracuse is the only one that can pull it off. But it, that's that's a nice. If you are a state of Idaho resident, because you know those teams aren't doing anything in March, the Vandals right. or the Bengals. So they're they're it's just they're 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 playing for pride. They're just, they're playing for love of the game and school exactly and community. How college sports for is hiking, supposed like- to be played. Typing that's. That's that that, that that that's like every like truck goatee profile picks like dream right there. Playing for the love of the game. Just just a bunch of those guys. You know a bunch <laughs> of the people there are going to have that out. Have you ever seen like those house divided? Pictures? Yes. <laughs> i I'll, I'll I'll do you one better. In the Bay Area they used to sell and I used to hate it. They used to sell the, the uh split uh Giants A's hats. The the biggest abomination ever. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Although, if someone has that hat, please send it to me. I will wear it on and to show everyone how big of an abomination those hats were. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is a better me matchup than mine. Although, do, do check out Robbie Avila at Indiana State somehow. They're still on pace to make March Madness, and he is could become the next. like Remember that guy with the mustache from Loyola a while ago? He could become the next, like, that guy. But uh, let's go to Hilo Buffalo to end the show. And uh, the High Low Buffalo this week, I'm I'm so excited for this one. I'm so excited for this High Low Buffalo. It's mascots we would want to have, that we would want to have our back in a bar fight. And by mascots, it's not the actual mascot. For example, if I chose Joe Bruin, I'm not actually getting like a bear. I'm getting like the Joe Bruin mascot to get me. I guess another one is like the Washington Husky. I'm getting like, the Husky-like mascot guy, not like a Husky to protect you. So that's the basis of this high-low Buffalo. I will go first again. Oh, no, wait. Or did I go first last time? It doesn't matter. I'm too excited to get mine. So my high, and I think this was, I I almost overlooked them because this is an independent mascot, not a P5 mascot. It's Mule, the Army mascot. He is a mule. He has a six-pack. He were suspenders. He's jacked. And my thought process is, you know, this guy's got his head on straight. He's in the army. He went to West Point Mule. And, you know, I, I was thinking about, man, like some people, say, do, I, do I want a loose cannon? I, I think I want the guy in the military who can defuse the situation if necessary. But if, if things need to go, he has the training, and he's not just going in there blind with seeing red. So I'd, I'd like to have someone tactical and who knows what they're doing that's why I would want Mule to have my back, the number one. Your number,
1: yeah, so, for my number one, I took many things into account of who I would want for my number one. This guy has to have smarts because of the school he's at, number hey. one. Number two, the school he's at, as we'll hear in a minute, he's seen some shit. Jeez. And number three, he has a weapon. Okay. Yes. Purdue Pete. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He always Purdue Pete. a sledgehammer. He's got ginormous eyes, so he can like see what's all going around. And
0: he's been at Purdue. So that's true. Yeah. So that that is smart. And he also has protection. He he he's wearing a helmet. He's wearing a helmet. I, I I like that. I'm Purdue Pete is a solid one. That that's really good. I think because he the, the sledgehammer I didn't take into consideration. Maybe Mule, I don't know if he carries anything, or maybe I can get like uh, a tomahawk missile, maybe for Mule. I don't know. But um uh smoked. My low, and it's a tie between two. I know I cheated, but I had to get both these guys, and they're for two different reasons. Number one, I don't know if you have, but the person I would least want to have my back in a bar fight is Otto the Orange from Syracuse. That's my low. Otto the Orange, and I feel so bad because it's not that I think Otto would have his heart, because I think Otto would have his heart into it. I just think, you know, you just see Otto the Orange, and I I think Otto the Orange is a guy at the bar who I think he'd try to, like, he's the sorry guy. And it's, you know, it's, it's okay to say, like, if there's a guy and you bump into him or he bumps into you, you know, sometimes a sorry is just okay. But I feel like Otto the Orange would just cower when disrespected. That's Otto the Orange.
1: He did, however,
0: have the greatest college football picture of all time. With yes. Arch-Mangio. No, that wasn't Otto the Orange. That was the Orange Bowl mascot. <laughs> that was the Orange Bowl. That mascot. was the Orange Bowl mascot. I would take the orange bull mascot, but Otto the orange, and he has this little like little like kitty baseball cap on. But well, coming find, in, his he's so big he's, that I don't know if his arms can get around. No, like he he couldn't, he he couldn't. Um, but coming in at a close second, and Zuch, I want you to pull up a picture of this guy. It is Testudo the terrapin from Maryland. I do not. I mean, you look at Testudo, and. This this guy's the coward. I feel like Otto would try to have my back. Testudo the the, the terrapin is <laughs> that 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 guy is going in his shell. That guy doesn't have anyone's back. Testudo the terrapin doesn't have anyone's back, man. Yeah, he Testudo, He's not winning a fight. Testudo. I mean, I, I I'm going. That, that that was double ACC for my low. Zuz, so your low was Otto. Otto the orange.
1: My flow is auto the orange and it just has to be auto. Like, I feel like you can just push him over and he can't get up because (laughs) that's how he like
0: built. Yes. So, and now you got your buffalo. My buffalo. So, my buffalo, I went the route of, I think this guy is has all the capabilities that mule, the uh, army mascot has. I think he has the fighting ability. He has the resources around him. He has the energy. Maybe he's not as trained as Mule, but this is the guy that's going to have my back no matter what. The reason why he's the buffalo is because I feel like this guy could be the one getting me into the bar fight. Or he's too drunk to back me up. Or, I don't know, he's off doing something weird, like maybe getting a fire extinguisher and spraying everyone. And my buffalo is Sebastian the Ibis. (laughs) Sebastian the Ibis. Um, I, his loyalty, I feel like is great. I think he's always down for a good scrap. I just think Sebastian's going to be the one. I think I'm going to have to be defending Sebastian in this scenario, not the way around. And that's why he is my Buffalo. He is a wild card because at one point he was carrying around a machine gun on the side. Yes, exactly. This, (laughs) this guy's a loose cannon. Like we don't know. This, this guy's a complete loose cannon. He doesn't follow the r- rules of the NCAA. You know, he brings his fire extinguisher everywhere. He's, he's, he's gotten them fined. But I feel like he means well, and he, 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 can, have, he, he can have my back in a, in a time of need. So Sebastian the Ibit is my Buffalo pick. So for my Buffalo, and I had to do a,
1: a little bit of digging on him to make sure, and he is a mascot. There are commercials of him, which you have to look up. But he is, and I could not figure out what, let I me mean, make sure on this. I could not find his name anywhere. I just, I looked at all, I looked all over to figure out his name. But he doesn't have a name. And it is the Delta
0: State Fighting Okra. Yes, I know. I know <laughs> the Delta State Fighting Okra. Now, why I see the buffalo? Is, is you just think he's seen some shit? Well, see, I,
1: that number one, he goes to school at Delta State, which is the you know, that part of the country is the hottest place I've ever been in the entirety of my life. So I know to be in that uniform, you got to be dying. But he wears boxing gloves too. So that's you know smart. he that's, he, so so come,
0: he comes ready for a fight. Like if you bring like he would beat Otto that the out his ass. Auto the poor auto. That's a good one. Um, I, I think a couple of my honorable mentions that were left off the list. Was um uh, I think for my low, uh, Oski the bear was uh, honorable mention for, for for my low. That guy is a coward. All he does is kind of walk with his hands behind his back like a nerd. Um, uh, uh, a high um, honorable mention for me is the Minnesota Golden Gopher. Um, I've seen the videos of him trucking kids at Vikings games, and I need that strength brought into a fight. So those those two unfortunately had to be left off. Or I was thinking at, is um, uh, what's it's chief? I don't want to mispronounce this, but it's chief Oscar Law from Florida State, because Osceola. He's, Osceola, he's got a spear and a horse, although I felt that was too easy. Um, but yeah, those are three good honorable mentions that unfortunately I had to leave off. But another other great did, choices,
1: yeah. there are some. It was fun getting into like you know, there are some who are like like horror made, like the Wichita State <laughs> guy and just it's like just like, so cool of
0: horror. We've talked about name. Like, the Kansas state one weirds me out for no reason. Why is the head so <laughs> small and they just get like the shortest, like juiced up student at that school to be that guy. Um, yeah, yeah it, it, it's good. I, I think it would have been cheap to do. Um, oh my God, who is, what's the mascot I'm thinking of? Oh my gosh, this is killing me. Zooch. Oh my gosh. It's a school in Texas. School in Texas. Oh, it's the Red Raider guy with the big mustache who looks like Yosemite Sam. Is it, is it just Red Raider? Yeah, things. because he it, might th- have a name. I don't know. I mean, like, and and I didn't want anyone with with a weapon, like the like the Mountaineer at West Virginia. So, I mean, and you can That's have, why. I kind of, uh, what's the
1: Buffalo's name at Colorado? You can't have Ralphie because yeah, he could just he, he would, would kill
0: everybody in the bar if he like unleashed Yeah, him yeah so that's that. why like we had to make sure hey, there's no live mess cost Because then you could also choose Mike the Tiger at LSU. Like, no one's... Yeah, I, I want a tiger to have my... Like, a real-life tiger to have my back. Zuch, um, anything else?
1: Nothing else? Just watching college basketball this season?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. We're going to have, like... We're going to start seeing, like... The NFL's
0: over now. Those memes will end. Thankfully, yeah. NFL thank goodness. Memes they, will thank goodness those memes will end. But, uh, yeah, sorry for the abrupt ending. Uh, make sure if you guys have topics that you want to hear about, please let us know. Um, It's the off season. So we got a whole wide range of the things we're trying to cover. And we want to make sure we're talking about things that are important to you guys. So uh, please let us know. Or if you have any suggestions for high low Buffaloes that we should do any college football or college basketball based could be anything from stadiums to coaches. So please let (laughs) us know. Uh, Thank you for listening. And we will see you in two weeks. See you guys.